Okay, what do you call a crustacean that has mastered all four elements? A crustavatar. Wait, lobster, crab. Crabatar! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you solved my riddle. Good job. Watch it, sister. Welcome to Watch It, sister. I'm Jesse, the academic one. And I'm Sarah. What's like a word for like fun and popular, but that sounds like academic? The eccentric. Effervescent. The effervescent one. (laughs) We're watching Avatar. This is. This is season one of the Avatar episodes 16 through 19. No, 16 through. Yes. 19. 18. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Let's start with episode 16, The Deserter. Um, so anyway, Sokka has that really funny menu joke, and I thought, Haha, that's funny. And they decide, the gang decides to go to this firebender festival. Great. And they're all like, this is a terrible idea. And Aang's like, no, it'll be fun, and maybe I can get a firebender to teach me some firebending. Um, or, like, see it up close and learn. Um... So they go to this thing, and they're like, oh, but we need disguises. And Sokka and Katara magically find, like, capes with hoods. And they're like, I got our disguises, gis, gis, gis. And then uh, Aang just puts his yes. little orange Aang's cape over his hood. disguise is to pull his shirt over his head like he has no neck. My thing is, if he didn't have... Why couldn't they have just pulled a third magical cape out of thin air like Sokka and Katara I'm did? I'm assuming the cloaks were, like, something they were carrying with them already for maybe, like, colder weather. I don't know. That's a big assumption. Yeah. Big I like that uh, Sokka is assumption. pretty much like, we always do this and it always turns out bad. We should not yeah. do this. And Aang is like, it's I thought that was fine. I love self-aware humor, and I think Sokka... I think that's probably why I like Sokka so much, is because he's the most self-aware. Probably. Um, Aang is, like, very bad still at being low-key or careful. (laughs) He's just like, it'll be fine, guys. I'm the Avatar. Yeah, so they pretty much immediately get into trouble um, after they don't even get food. They still forget to Sokka eat. Sokka eats the flaming fiery fire flakes. Fire flakes. Yeah, and he burns his go mouth. Go. Um, that doesn't even sound like real food anyway. Well, like, you can watch Binging with Babish make them on his channel. Oh, that's fun. I think he made, um, like, spicy corn flakes, essentially. Well, like, the only thing I can think of that's like that is, like, potato flakes. But that's always an ingredient something. You don't eat potato yeah. flakes. Um, excuse me. So, so they, they go, go to the festival, and there's like a big little demonstration of a guy. Okay, this also made me so mad. This Aang is so stupid. Yeah. Um. So he. So Katara's like his assistant. The, there's like a guy who's the doing the essentially pizza. like he's a magician firebender. So he's performing. He's doing a performance of firebending. 
and he calls a volunteer from the audience and Aang, being the low-key sneaky guy that he is, wants to volunteer to be on stage. Yeah, ridiculous. But he, but he picks Katara, so she goes up there and he's doing like this little trick where he made fire like a dragon out of fire and then he put it on a fire leash mm-hmm. and then it's like flying around and it's really cool honestly and then the leash like pretends it like breaks i'm doing air quotes yes. and then um and then they freaking He's, like, obviously in control, and it's all part of the act. And then Aang goes, oh, no, we've got to help her. And then he, like, runs up onto the stage and airbends the fire away and saves Katara. And then... And immediately reveals himself as the Avatar to this fire. And then, of course, everyone knows that he's the Avatar. Which, I don't know how everybody all the time knows he's the Avatar all the time. Is it just because he was the airbender, or is it because of the arrows? I think both. At this point, we (laughs) saw in the beginning of the episode that now the Fire Nation has put out wanted posters with pictures of Aang on them. So now everyone knows what Aang looks like. I forgot about that. Plus, airbending, yes. I watched an episode with Brett last week and he pointed out, he's like, how do they all know he's the Avatar? How does, how does he know he's the Avatar? How does like all this stuff know? Like, why is everyone just so like, oh, okay, all the time. And I've remembered that I'm too trusting with TV and I'm like, oh yeah, they'll explain it later. I'm sure it all makes sense. I don't know what's happening. But there is like so much stuff like what, what are the arrows? Like, I was like, well, he has the arrow tattoos and he was like, so, and I was like, I don't know. That's just how we know that he's it, <laughs> and know. Uh, everybody knows. I, I guess think what we can what we can infer from context is the arrow tattoos are at least only Airbenders have them, if not only the Avatar has them. I think they're supposed to be there an Airbender thing. Plus, everybody knows that there are no more airbenders and that the Avatar is an airbender. So if they see an av- an airbender, then one plus one equals Avatar. It's the Avatar. That math doesn't add up, but I'll just go along with it. Yes. So, I mean, you have to remember this is in the setting... This is a world where, for one, the Avatar was a normal part of daily life for like everyone knew that the Avatar existed before this 100 years passed. So the Avatar has kind of become this legendary figure that everybody has heard of. So it's not that it's not likely that there would be people in this world who haven't heard of the Avatar. Oh, because everybody. It's just like a shared cultural thing that the Avatar is the person in charge of balance or whatever. I mean, like we saw with the whole island of Kyoshi, like there are other nations in this world that have been the home place of different avatars before. So there's no nation where they don't know about the cycle of the Avatar or the legend of the Avatar. And even if there's people who like because Aang was gone for a hundred years, kind of gave up on the Avatar coming back. It's not like they all just forgot about this cultural lore. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, hopefully Brett listens to this episode. 
Brett. And then he'll know. You should watch the whole show and then you would understand. Yeah. Well, he also, like, I was, like, explaining stuff to, that was, like, happening. And he was like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And I was like, don't you listen to the podcast? And he was like, um, well, I listened to the first two episodes. And I was like, what? You have to listen fine. to your wife's podcast. It's fine. We need to make it more entertaining. More jokes. <laughs> the Crabatar. I just thought it was really um, funny. I listened to your guys' episode about the Falcon and Winter Soldier and, like, hearing Brett go on and on about the history of a U.S. agent and stuff. And I was like, I don't understand how Brett can be, like, so into comic lore and then be, like, so judgmental about anime. I don't know. I feel like that's, I mean, I understand it because I'm, I mean, I'm on obviously a lower scale, but, like, I love superheroes and stuff but i don't like the rest like i like like, marvel but i don't like anime right but like you guys dunk on anime like it's so nerdy but you're super into marvel like oh i see what you're saying (laughs) it's less nerdy because it's american that seems (gasps) racist usa usa that's a little xenophobic yeah, um, that was a joke. See, you said add more jokes to the podcast. Ha ha ha, funny, racism. <laughs> okay, anyway, so the anyway. back to the Avatar. Anyways. Um, so they're like, good Avatar, and then this, crew, oh, this random stranger in a hood. Yes. Did you notice that the magician's voice was also Robin? I did, and now I'm he getting annoyed like by it. the last three episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I at first I thought, wow, it's so fun that it's Robin, and now I'm just you're like, get out of here, Robin! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have Teen Titans go to record? <laughs> um, so then they just trust this stranger, and they're yeah, like, so okay. So this random guy is like, come with me, because of course all the soldiers are like, capture the Avatar. Right, and so then, I don't know. They just trusted him way too fast, in my opinion. He seemed really sketchy. But I mean, they don't like, have a lot of other options. I know, but they could have run, like, a different direction. Uh, whatever. So they go run after him, and then they, like, slow down, and he's like, I don't know. Uh, he was like, I'm a firebender, or used to be the deserter or something. But there's the other guy who was the first deserter, and he was part of the Fire Nation. And he didn't like how they were being, so he left, and it was a huge deal. And everyone was like, wow. And so he was like, maybe he could teach me firebending. And he was like, maybe. So then they go to the deserter camp. Okay, yeah. I'm going to repeat what you just said, because it kind of didn't make any sense. Uh, That's fine, because I was just kind of making it up. So they run out, they manage to escape, and this guy comes with them who tells them that there is a Fire Nation deserter, somebody who has left the army. He's the first person to have ever left the Fire Nation Uh army and lived, and he used to be a legendary firebender. So Aang is like, oh, this could be my only chance to meet a firebender who's willing to teach me. We have to go talk to him. So they go to meet this guy, and... He's, like, living in secret in the woods, and he does not want to talk to Aang. And Aang doesn't listen and busts in anyway and is like, hey, teach me firebending. Yeah. I also thought this was 
annoying too because anytime Aang's in a pickle, the last avatar always just shows up and is like, hey, you gotta do this. He's the avatar. Like, I'm here to help. Excuse me. And like, if Aang's the avatar, he's got to be the one to solve the problems. You can't always just get daddy to come help you, you know? <laughs> Roku, save me. That's fair. I know. I thought um. it was funny that he was like, so Zhang Zhang is the deserter. And he says he doesn't want to talk to Aang or teach him firebending. Because he can tell from the way Aang walked into camp that Aang hasn't mastered waterbending. Yeah, or that he wasn't bending. ready. Whatever. So I was like, that's pretty, that's a bold claim to make, but okay, sure. Yeah, and he, like, I get, okay, then I had a couple other qualms when we got into more of what firebending is. Mm-hmm. Um, so how Zhang come? Zhang is like, I don't want to teach you firebending because you're not ready. You have to master the other elements first because you're too crazy and like firebending requires yeah. self-control and... I used to have a student who had no self-control and he destroyed everything. Blah, blah, blah. Um, speaking of Zhao, yeah. his hair's gotten much grayer. Oh. Old age. For now. So anyways. What's your... Com- so then... Yeah. So, okay. Oh, wait. Earthbenders, so waterbenders, and fire and windbenders uh-huh. all bend their elements. Firebenders create fire. Yes, they can. Why are they different? I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> as I was explaining it, I might have thought of the answer. Okay. Maybe they're not creating it. What if every time they're, like, punching and stuff? This is just a easy solution, so maybe I just made it up. I don't know. They, like, punch. They're, like, creating sparks and then controlling those sparks. That's what happens in Full Metal Alchemist, which you don't know what that is. Correct. Uh, I mean, I recognize the name, but that's all. I mean, that could be it. I think, I think it's in this series where at some point they actually address like learning to create fire versus controlling fire that's already been created. I'm pretty mm. sure that's in this series, but it might be something else. I was going to say, before before we get too far down this path, that Zhang Zhang doesn't want to train Aang in firebending, and he refuses to teach him until Aang, like, summons Roku, basically, and Roku's like, are you saying I can't handle firebending? You better teach me! And then Zhang Zhang's like, oh, fine. Only because Roku oh. said it. So he decides um, to teach Aang firebending, but he's all like, fire is terrible and it'll destroy you. And it's the only element of the other four that like will destroy without being used. Like, what's he say? He says like a rock will not throw itself without an earthbender, but fire will continue to spread and destroy. Right. Um, which I thought was very wise. Like, he kind of sounded like he was kind of a butthole, but he knew what was up. Got reasons. Yeah. Um, so then 
Yeah, after his chat with Daddy Roku, he was like, okay, I'll do it. And then starts teaching him. But he's very impatient. Aang does exactly what he, what the deserter, what, did we know his name? Zhang Zhang. Oh, yeah, Zhang Zhang. He does exactly what Zhang Zhang thought he would do and was like, very like, oh, let's blow stuff up. Teach me how to throw fireballs like Mario. And then um, he's like, no, you need to like concentrate on your breathing and focus on concentration and stuff. And Aang gets ahead of himself and starts bending fire and he ends up actually burning Katara. And then he immediately realizes, oh my gosh, fire is not to be messed with. You can hurt your friends and family. And he learns all of his lessons immediately. Yep. And then he's Very like, realistic. I'm never going to firebend again. Which I think is actually yeah. like a kind of realistic portrayal of like, oh, I did the thing bad. I'm never going to do the thing again. Yeah, I guess. Like it's Yeah, that's kind of right. It's hard for me to put into words what I mean, but... I know what you're saying. <laughs> this is such a good podcast. <laughs> you know the <laughs> thing? It makes you feel like the other thing. No, that's, like, realistic. Like, I mean, as regular people, if they fail at something once, or they're not immediately good at it, unless you're a seven, um, you're, like, not immediately good at it, you're like, okay, this isn't for me. Well, and he has and a then, traumatic reaction, too, where, like, he's hurt someone, so his solution is immediately, like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, completely never mess with this thing again. Like, yeah. I can't learn it. I'm not gonna try because it's not for me and I hurt my friend. Yeah. Um, and then Sokka which... tackles him and is like, you dummy, why don't you ever listen to anything anyone tells you? And I was like, you tell him, Sokka. Come on, Sokka. Sokka knows what's up. Um, is that when Zhao comes over? Yeah. So in the meantime. Oh, yeah. There's all this stuff that's going on with Zuko and Iroh. Wait. Is I don't remember what that is. Or is that the next episode? I'm pretty sure that's not this episode. That's not this episode. So Zhao is like on to them because of the fire festival hoo-ha that happened he's like aha the <laughs> you said hoo-ha the hoo-hoo-bula hoo when Aang was at the hoo-bulation he carved the roast beast <laughs> the gift of a Christmas tree <laughs> that's why he's bald <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I totally <laughs> distracted myself. I don't even know where we are. About? Oh yeah, so Zhao shows up on the boat on the river. The camp is like in the forest on a river, and he's like on some boats because he's like, I tracked down the deserter and the avatar. I'm gonna fire blast them to kingdom come. Ha 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 ha. So Zhang Zhang And then Zhang Zhang's like, You are you were my worst student and then everyone's like <gasps> It was Zhao He was Zhao that couldn't learn self control and then Aang is like, I can beat him and um Zhang Zhang disappears and so does like some other people. It was very spooky. We didn't really find out what happened with them. Yeah. Um I think they but ran then off Aang, to chase him. 
hops. But then they mention later, they're like, they're gone. Where did they go? Well, they like went off into hiding because they're living in hiding. Um, Aang is like hopping around the boats, dodging Zhao, and they're like fighting. And Zhao's like, I'm gonna get you, little boy. Um, and then Aang's like just running around, and it seems like he's just dodging. And then he gets. Jao gets a little tired out and he's like, ah ha ha. And Aang's like, I've already won. And Jao's like, you haven't even thrown one blow. And then Aang like looks around and he's like, but see what you've done. And Jao like burnt up all of his boats. Yes. Aang uses Jao's lack of self-control against him and tricks him into destroying all of his own ships. So he's stranded there and Aang runs away. But... I really liked that Aang was just, like, taunting him, and he was like, wow, I thought you'd be better than Prince Zuko. <laughs> yeah. And Jao's just like, how dare you? Um, then, I think that's the end of the episode. Oh, there's something they important we learned about Katara. Oh, that she, her water bending like, heals. Yes. So she Spookily. Has, she has a rare water bending ability, which is she can use water to heal. So she's so funny. Um, is so it really funny rare? To me, like the span of time where it's like, oh no, I burned guitar. I'll never firebend again. And the guitar like runs off, heals her hands, and then like 15 minutes later comes back and is like, it's fine, Aang. I'm healed. And he's just like, what? How? And they're like, no time. We have to go fight Jack. Yeah. Also, I don't think it's really that rare if we consider the next couple episodes. Well. The episode 18 kind of explains we'll that, and it's not there. rare. Yeah. It's sexist. We'll talk about it. So, yes, Aang learns a valuable lesson this episode that he needs to think a little bit more before he speaks. There's a lot more use of the word savage in this episode. Song Jung was like, firebending control is the line between humanity and savagery so that's interesting to me Sokka is just the voice of reason so they manage to escape Zhang Zhang disappears out into the woods and Zhao is kind of stranded and then Katara's like check it out I can heal Hooray, I'm so glad you burned me so I learned this new power. <laughs> oh my gosh. Glad everything works out for you. Yep. Um, so the next episode is episode 17, The Northern Air the Temple. The Northern Air Temple. This is one of my least favorite episodes. Really? I thought it was pretty good. I don't like it. Why? I guess we'll get into that. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It makes me sad. So, we open up with the gang listening to some old dude talking a campfire story about airbenders. Yeah, and Aang's like, wow, you must have known them. And he's like, I, Grandpa, just talked to them last week. They're like, what? And so then they go fly to this temple, which they think is an airbending temple, which it was. And they look, and there's people flying all around. And they're like, wow, airbenders! And then Aang's like, no, they're just gliding. And so then they're like, oh, they're not actually airbenders. And they get into this 
into this, uh, it's like a floating island, I believe. Well, it's not floating, it's just on top of a really tall mountain. Oh, I literally thought it was in the air. Nope. Um, and they find out that everything is just, like, inventions, and it's all, like, science. And there's one inventor man who went there because the fire radiation chased him out or something. I'm so good at this part of the So they find out that the... No, I'm not done. I'm oh, okay. keep going. Um, I'm good at this. <laughs> okay. So uh, they go to... Oh, uh, yeah. So he finds refuge in this old air temple, and obviously it's emptied out because all the firebender- or airbenders are dead. And he... His son... His infant son, his wife died, his infant son is with him, and he, for some reason, can't walk. I think probably a damage from the fire nation or something, I don't know. And so he, he's like, ah, oh, I'll just use all these gliders, and then my son can be really good at that, and then um, he can be like all the other kids. Flying. Flying. Just like all the other kids. <laughs> Yes, so we get to this temple, and Aang is actually pretty pissed off about it because these refugees have been living there, but they've kind of destroyed a lot of the old parts of the temple, like all of the mosaics on the wall and the statues, and a lot of Aang's culture has just been demoed in order to make a lot of quote-unquote improvements to the temple the inventor guys kind of the leader of his people his town actually i thought it was interesting that they actually had his town was wiped out by a flood but you would have expected it was the fire nation but it wasn't it was just natural causes oh so they have converted the air temple into this kind of like steampunk castle and Aang's pretty mad because they've basically destroyed his heritage and it's all polluted and gross now. So we get the theme that industrialism is bad and technology is destroying culture. Right. And they have built Which it is. gliders and they fly around on them and then Aang is like I don't like you people being here and then the kid that they saw when they first got there Teo is like hey let me show you this room and then he's like it's the only part of the temple that hasn't been touched and it's another airbender lock that has to be opened by airbenders and then Aang's like I'm not gonna open it because then you guys are gonna mess it up and Teo's like okay I just wanted to know it was here and then Aang's like well now I like you so I guess it's cool and does like a 180. Yeah, Aang is, he does a great job at um, coming coming back to reality real quick. Keeping control of those emotions. I mean, I feel like this is a really, I feel like the themes in this episode really are really deep and they don't really get to touch on them more i don't this is one of the rare episodes where i don't think they do a great job of touching on the themes because they kind of present them as bad and then they kind of change the perspective on it and then they kind of leave it open-ended and it's not really like 
resolved and it's not really clear i guess so i mean i guess i can see that for i like i understand because well i mean they needed it though like they needed the refuge and like who cares that all those old people will get remembered Aang does that's his heritage like that's the thing is like yeah, those people needed refuge there, and in the end of the episode, Aang is like, it's okay, because you're like the hermit crabs, and you need a new home, and I'm like, yeah, but you still could have lived there without destroying, like, all of the culture that was there. You didn't need to, like, break, and, like, you could have preserved Yeah, turn into things. the temple into a bathhouse yeah. sort of thing. Or, like, even if you had to do that, you could have done it in more of a, like, conscientious way that wasn't just like, well, out with the old, blow up that statue. I guess. Okay, I get you. I get what you're saying. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, so they... That's uh, where I don't even remember where we were now. So Aang and, uh, Aang and Katara are, like, doing some glider practice with Teo. And Sokka is, like, really excited to meet another engineer. And they're doing experiments. Ah, uh, yes. This brings me to a very important point. Um... At this time, this old man, they're, like, looking at a candle. Mm-hmm. And we get to hear this really great part. The notches all look the same. The candle will tell us. Watch. You put spark powder in the candle. Four flashes. So it's exactly four hours past midday. Or as I call it, four o'candle. <laughs> if you like that, I'll wait till I thought you would like that joke. Oh, it's not the spark joke. spark powder in the candle. Four flashes. So it's exactly <laughs> four hours laugh. past midday. Or as I call it, four o'candle. <laughs> yes. Sokka gets oh along gosh. really well with this inventor guy who I don't think they actually mention what his name is in this episode. I I mean, I don't remember. I never remember anyone's names. But um, he was, like, really funny. Um, all of his bits were hilarious. Like, this knife, a hand-safe knife sharpener, it only took three tries to get to torque. And he, like, cut off three of his fingers and, like, you know, he's kind of this crazy old man. Yes. I liked him a lot. Um, but then, yeah, so, okay, I don't even remember so where the story goes. So they're all bonding, and then Aang is like, well, I guess I like you guys. I'll open the airbender room, Teo, so you can see what's inside. And Teo's like, cool, and they open it up, and what's it full of? Oh, Fire um, Nation weapons. Fire Nation weapons. And then they're That's like, right. what the heck, Dad? What is going on here? And then he's like, well, you see, just about a year after we got here, the Fire Nation came and was like, we're going to blow this up. And he's like, no, don't. And they're like, well, what do you have to offer us, old man? And he's like, I have my services. So he became a slave to the Fire Nation, building weapons and new inventions for them. And everyone was like so freaking mad. And they were like, you're using like... You're the reason, like, of a bunch of murders, and you are bad. And he was like, I was just trying to keep my family safe. And they're like, sucks, we hate you now. Then, at that moment, the Fire Nation kind of comes back over for their, like, 
scheduled meeting. And it's like, what do you have for us? And he's like, nothing. I'm not giving you anything this time. And they're like, we're going to blow you up. And he's like, do it. Uh, Because they're all going to fight back and use their weapons back against the Fire Nation. Yep. So they do. And there's this really cool battle scene. And we get to see Appa doing some cool stuff again, which is the best. And then um, they have, like, the big thing. Forgive me if I'm going too fast. But the big thing is, like, the war balloon. Yes. And it's, like, this hot air balloon. And they take the gas chamber out of it and throw it into their gas leak and create a bomb and blow up the Fire Nation stuff. And that's how they end up winning. Yes. So the big thing that they were working on for the Fire Nation was a war balloon because up until that point, the only thing the Fire Nation didn't have was any kind of aerial weapons. Oh, yeah. So as long as we have the air, we're have ahead of the. Yes. So this battle is interesting because we see how the Fire Nation. It's interesting to me that the Fire Nation uses so much technology because it really kind of emphasizes to me the theme in this episode that technology there's a really strong like anti-industrial theme when it comes to the fire nation like they use technology as part of their power to take over other nations in a way that none of the other nations have So it's interesting to me that they coupled that with the refugees using technology in the Northern Air Temple. And they're like, well, technology is bad when the Fire Nation's using it, but it's fine when it's not the Fire Nation using it. (laughs) Double standard, maybe? Yeah, which, and also, Hmm. like, I totally get that they were mad at him for being like, you have caused, like, the murders of tons of other people, like, it's not justified that you're being like, well, I'm just doing it to save my family. I'm like, okay, well, you're sacrificing all these other people to do that. That's not right. okay. Right. And then uh, the episode has kind of an ominous ending where everyone's like, yay, we won. And then we end Oh, yeah, but shot. then we see of the Fire Nation finding the warm balloon. And yeah. they're like, no, we have it. So that we know now that they have control in the air yes or at least even though they lost the battle against the northern air temple they now have the finished air balloon and they can or war balloon and they can start to develop that technology so it's just this is a weird nebulous episode where i'm like i'm not sure like what they're i'm not sure that what they were going for here was really put across because yeah, I guess I, I really I don't, don't know how I, at the end, like, I'm like, okay, well, is it for, like, should I be careful? I don't know what to do. Like, it didn't tell me what to do. Is technology good or bad? Our temple's good or bad? Right, like, I think they... Feed me the answer. They do a good job in the show most of the time with handling stuff like this, but with this one, I think it went just, they went a little bit too much for the easy answer of like, look, technology's bad because the Fire Nation is using tanks and balloons. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, but you also introduce these refugees as people who are using technology to destroy culture. Granted, it's culture of people who are dead. So you could argue 
that it's less harmful, but they're still also using technology to destroy a culture. Like, what are we saying here? Uh, and as long as you're not murdering people, you can do whatever you want. I don't think so. The end. Um, that's it for that episode. Um, then they continue sailing in episode 18, right? 18? Episode 18, yeah. they finally get to the North Pole. Yeah, they finally Ooh. found the, is it Northern Water Tribe? Yeah, because they're from the Southern yeah. Water Tribe. <laughs> they finally yeah, yeah, yeah. find the Northern Water Tribe. Woo, so they get there. <sighs> Excuse me. So they get there, and it's really cool. And, and it's it, huge. It's like very similar vibes to the Southern Water Tribe. Except it's, it's all huge. snowy. Except it's huge. And there's a really cool princess, and she's really pretty. And Sokka's like, oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and then um, they're like, we'll definitely find a teacher here. And then the people are really excited for them, and they welcome them in. And they're like, whoa, the Avatar's here, and we get to teach him waterbending. What an honor. And uh, they have, like, a feast and stuff. And this old man is like, awesome, yeah, I'll teach you. Um like, let's do it. We'll start at sunrise tomorrow. Yes, he's the master. And Aang is like, yeah, can my friend come too? And he's like, yeah, sure. Right. Then we cut to Jow. Dun, dun, dun. And he's like, hey. Oh, okay. This is what <laughs> this is what I think is so funny. He says, okay, literally this whole time, the last 18 episodes, they've been going north to the North Pole. Yes. This whole time. And Zhao goes, they're headed north. Yes. We've got them. Like it's some new discovery. Yes. But that's literally, they've been going down, north the whole wow, time. Wow, it took them so long to figure out Aang's plan. Because Zhao was like, the Avatar needs to learn waterbending. They must be going to the Northern Water Tribe. Oh and it was gosh. like, yeah. It's supposed to be this great. Um, is this... I guess it has to be. This is when he gets promoted to Admiral. No, that was the last episode. He was promoted to Admiral. So or now the he's first... like, we can't just like hang out at the Northern Water Tribe. It's a really powerful nation. We need like a full invasion force. Yeah, so he takes over Zuko's uh, whole team. He takes all of Zuko's crew, including the cook. <laughs> <laughs> That was a really funny line. Also, um, Jow's hair is back to completely brown. All the gray is gone. I don't know if you noticed. Um, that might have been I lighting. Mm, no, because it stayed brown the whole time. Okay. Um, anyway. And then he's like, haha, Zuko, I'm taking your crew. And then he's also like, hey, Iroh, do you want to come work for me? And Iroh's like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. And then he... Um, Oh, and then so he then sees the swords leave. in Zuko's bedroom, and he's like, <gasps> the blue Oh, yeah, spirit. he, like, realizes that he's the blue spirit, and, and then he's, he's like, like, oh, so you can do swords in that. And Zuko's like, no, they're just decorations. Yes, Zuko and he's very like, hmm. smartly plays dumb, and he's like, they're antiques. I don't know how to use a sword. <laughs> yeah, Zuko's great. We love him. And then he's like, he leaves, and something's up. Um, I don't think this is next, but we'll go ahead and do this next. Um, but he 
so they all leave, and then Iroh goes for a walk. The pirates that we met um, a bunch of episodes before yeah. go, and it looks like they're going to try to loot Zuko's boat, and they actually end up, like, blowing it up. Yes, Zhao and... hired them to blow up Zuko's Wait, but we didn't know that yet. Yeah, we did. Oh. Zhao hired them <laughs> to blow it up. And we think that Zuko dies, but we see him blow like a circle of fire around him, protecting himself from the other fire. So he goes into the water, flies off the ship. And then Zuko's like, Iroh sees this happening. And he's like, no, my my boy, my nephew. My boy. (laughs) And um, they're all presumed that Zuko's dead. Mm -hmm. So then... Iroh and Zhao are, like, talking later, and Iroh's like, or Zhao's like, I'm so glad that you decided to come onto my ship. It's a shame about Zuko. And he's like, yes, quite a shame. And he's like, who do you think did this? And Iroh's like, I know who did this. It was the pirates. And then Zhao's like, oh, good, you believed my so ruse. like, lol, got him. I am a genius. <laughs> um, but then... We see Iroh, 10 seconds later, walking in the hall with a random soldier who, it's Zuko, which I thought is really funny, that he took (laughs) the mask off to reveal that it was him when it was really obvious because there's eye holes, and then one of the eye holes is regular skin, and the other eye hole is the burned skin, and I was like, who else could that be? So Zuko is now hiding on Zhao's ship as a soldier in disguise. Mm -hmm. And Iroh is like a mole for him. And they're like, all right, we're going to follow Zhao and see what's up. (sighs) So then back on the North Pole. Sunrise, um, time for waterbending lessons. Right. Katara, or the old man, is like, all right, ready for lessons? Haku turns around, and he sees that Katara is a girl. He's like, you didn't tell me Pac-Man was a girl. Did you know that Pac-Man was originally Paku? (laughs) I did. I can't even finish telling that joke. (laughs) But then they thought vandalism. Paku, Paku. Paku, Paku. Um, So so then... (laughs) As Aang refers to him, Master Poophead... He calls, or he's like, I can't train you. We don't do, we don't train girls. We don't empower them to fight. Yeah, they're healers. So go with the women and go heal. From fighting in our tribe. Yeah, and so then she goes off and you suck. I'm not gonna learn from you. And then Aang is like, Yeah, I'm not gonna learn from you either. And then Katara's like, Whoa, 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 wait, Aang, you need to learn water bending. Um. But then we also find out that they do allow waterbending for women. It's just used for healing. Yes. So they're like... And so... Women are healers, not fighters. You can't learn how to fight with your waterbending. Right. Katara's like, I already know how to heal. Teach me to fight. I bet there's more that she could learn, though. Yes. So... I'm actually really proud of Katara that she, like, put her feelings aside to be like, no, Aang, you need to master waterbending. I'll be okay. And then I'm really proud of her that she at least went to the healing lessons to see, like, okay, I guess I'll learn what I can while I'm here and didn't just, like, go sulk. Yeah. 
That's that is good. She's very like, good job, Katara. Way to be responsible. Meanwhile, what's Zuko doing? I don't know. What is Zuko? I mean, doing? Sokka. What's oh, Sokka, Sokka is trying to go out with the princess. Get it? Um, Do an activity with you. She. <laughs> um. He like. It's really sweet to her and carves her this little fish thing. And he's like, let's hang out. And then she freaks out and runs away. Yeah, because she's like, I'll meet you tonight on the bridge. And then he's like, cool. And then they meet. And she's like, this is a mistake. Goodbye, Sokka. And I was just like, wow, Yue is so dramatic. No, she's ridiculous. And then he is obviously very upset. And he's like, I'm so confused. I thought I had a shot. But she's terrible. Like, she hates me. And then Katara's like, you think you have problems. I'm not allowed to learn to waterbend. And he's like, well, why doesn't Aang just teach you? And she was like, of course. Then Aang can practice and I can learn. So they go teach. Aang and Katara go practice waterbending. And Master Poo Head sees them and is like, I'm done teaching you guys. You're he's no like, longer welcome disrespect. here. Yeah, like, you have to follow the rules. And... Then they're like, this is stupid. And so Katara's like, fight me, old man. You're stupid. And, oh, also while that she was at the healing class, this other lady was like, oh, when are you getting married? And she was like, oh, I'm, what are you talking about? I'm too young for that. I'm not even thinking about that. And then she's like, but you're wearing like an engagement necklace, a betrothal necklace. And she was like, no, my mom gave this me this because her mom gave her this. And her gam gam gave it to her. Gram gram. Gam gam. Okay, whatever. Grand grand. Yeah, she's and like, she was oh, like, oh, you're Kana's granddaughter. I was BFFs with Kana. Love. Yeah, so then we kind of figure out that she used to be at the Northern Tribe. But she so ran away goes, for some reason and they don't know why. Perfect. So then she goes to fight Master Poo Poo Head and he is like, Kicking and her butt, but she's, she's actually doing, doing a pretty awesome. okay job. Katara's doing but an awesome job. She's just being really annoying. She's like, you won't knock me down. Yes. And then um, gets, he like catches her in this little ice cage and she's, he wins. And then as he's walking away, he sees the ne- her necklace on the ground and he's like, my necklace. And she was like, that's my necklace. And he's like, no, I gave this to my old girlfriend and I loved her so much. And now she's gone. And she was like, Gam Gam was your girlfriend? And then he was like, what? Your Gam Gam is my lady? And then they, like, figure out that um, they used to be engaged, but she She couldn't handle. It was an arranged She didn't love him. And she didn't want to be a part of the weird traditions of the northern tribe, so she left. Yeah, and I wrote down, ew, gross. No wonder Grand Grand left. Good for her. Good for her. Good job, Grand Grand. You run away from oh. that sexist arranged marriage. Yeah. So she leaves. And then and for some reason that makes Paku change his mind. And he's like, fine, I'll teach you waterbending, I guess. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't Maybe know he's just, just like, ah, mind. I am just overflowed with emotions about my old ex. And I, I still love her. Or maybe he was like, oh. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be sexist because it will drive away the people I love. 
maybe that's it's very vague it's kind of like oh okay well since your grand grand granddaughter and we also find out that princess what's her face i keep calling zuko Sokka and Yue meet up again, and Sokka's like, I understand now. You don't like me because I'm a peasant from the southern tribe, and you're a princess. And she's like, no, Sokka, that's not it. I like and you so much. And then she so kisses much. him. Ooh, kissing. Wow. And then he's like, now I'm really confused. Yes. Wah, wah. <laughs> and she's like, "I. it's not that I don't like you, it's that... I'm engaged, and she's also in an arranged marriage. Yeah, and then she's like, or about "We to can't be. be together," ah, and like runs away. And I just wrote down, "Lol, so dramatic." They've only known each other for a day. <laughs> this is so typical yeah. of teenagers. It really is. It really is. <clears throat> so. so- now, That's Ab- kind of it. Aang and Katara are learning waterbending. Sokka's trying to... Sokka's been training with the other warriors at the water tribe, so he's learning fighting skills. The invasion's on its way. Zuko and Iroh's secret heist is underway. We got a whole lot leading up to episodes 20 and 19. 19 and 20. For the finale. Yeah. Big deal. It is a big deal. Lots going on. Lots going on. Yep. It's going to be an explosive two episodes. It will. Something's going to happen that you will not see coming. I think someone's going to die. Well, who? Jow. It won't be who you think. <gasps> well, let's see. It's <laughs> Momo? No. <laughs> Probably the princess. We'll see. All right, Someone everybody. Thanks for joining us. Of fun. <laughs> oh, well, that's our wrap up of the episodes. Have you been watching anything new? No. I've been so busy. Um, my store is currently being totally rebuilt. Our whole team. Exciting. And I am training everybody. Fun. So I am training um, all of the new people, and then I'm also retraining all of the old people. It's okay. It's really fun, and I get a lot of money, so it's good. That's good. I was sick for three days, so I... Just watched Gilmore Girls. Um, what do you think, having watched almost a whole season of Avatar now, how do you feel about it? I kind of don't want to make any, like, general statements yet. I just, I think it's entertaining. I get really irritated with it sometimes, <laughs> but I also think it's funny. I kind of wish that I watched this when I was a kid so that I could have that, like, Because then it's like, it's supposed to be so good, but it's also a lot of nostalgia. But then, like, if I was a kid, I obviously would enjoy it more because I wouldn't be, like, picking it apart so much. And, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, if I went back now and watched Hannah Montana, 
which I did recently, it's awful. And I'm like, ugh, this is terrible, but it's so funny. And it also is, like, brings back so many memes. But, like, would I recommend it to an adult? No. Am I going to make my kids watch it? Yes. What do you think's going to happen to Zuko? I hope he kills Zhao. Is Iroh going to die? Uh, no. So that means it is the princess. We'll see who it is. Because you said no for everyone else. I didn't say no for Zhao. Checkmate. Um, maybe everyone's going to die. And the next season just maybe. starts with all new characters. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? That's essentially what Korra is. Like, remember all those characters you loved? They're all dead now. Here's some new people. That's harsh, but fair. I think it's... it would be annoying if it was, like, just trying to be more of the same. Yeah, but it's... Like, you might as well have just made a new show at that point. It's interesting to see what the writers of the show have gone on to do because they did another show a year or two ago that is a Netflix original called The Dragon Prince. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially Avatar. It's, like, the same thing, but in a different setting. They're like, there's a magic world where there's six different nations that have different kind of elves that have different kind of elf magic, and they're at war with this other nation, and there's a little kid who's the chosen one who has to deliver this magic thing to that magic place and save the world. And I'm like, this is the same thing. You just wrote the same show again. (laughs) Interesting. It also Sounds has the same like voice actor as Sokka as the older brother. Oh, really? That's yeah, even worse. Yeah, so I'm like, well, good job. Also, it has a really weird romance between the older brother who's like 16 and an elf girl who's like 200. I'm like, this is a little strange. Yikes. Didn't have to put that in there. That's my review of the Dragon Prince. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, you know what I am watching that's new? Um, Shrill Season 3 just came out on to Hulu. I don't think you'll like that show. But if it was a different universe, you would. <laughs> I really love... universe. <laughs> I really love Amy Bryant. I was in a Bryan. different universe? Yeah. Is that a new show that she made or is it her first show that she made? I don't, I'm not sure. It's I remember she made a show that came out like a couple years ago and it was about like being a fat girl and she was dating this guy that was like embarrassed to be seen with her so he would like kick her out after they... Yeah, so that that is this show, but that's not the entire premise. Like it is about her being like... Well, I just remember watching the preview and being like, I don't want to watch a whole show that's about a girl being fat. Like that's not... If you like it, I'll watch it. I just want to clarify. I'm well, not saying I don't think that I don't want to watch a show about a fat girl. <laughs> that sounds really mean. I don't like it when women who are plus size get placed when their character is that they're fat. I don't think that's compelling. And as someone who is a plus size woman, that's not fun for me to watch. I so, agree 100%. That's why I like this show. Okay. And we do, if you want, had to, we listen... We did a small review about it on my and Brett's podcast a couple months ago. Did, did you listen that. to that episode? Yeah, I think so. But it's like, it's, 
it's way more i got i really am trying to avoid the word empowering because i hate that word but it's like (laughs) way better (laughs) because she's like i mean in this last episode i just watched spoiler alert she gets set up on a date a blind date and the other guy they have nothing in common except for that they're both fat and she's like are you freaking kidding me like she was just like totally furious and she was just like um this is the worst date of my life like she like a uh, uh, confronts her friend and is like why would why did you think that we're together like we would be good together is it because we're both fat people like that's incredibly insulting like right. we had nothing in common and she does like um she it just it just brings it's very woke that's all oh, okay whatever i i don't know but i also it's also very like it's it's past my limits. I can't watch it for very long. I have to watch it in pieces because it is like a Hulu original. So there is like S-E-X and raunchy. bad words. It's very raunchy and it's, um, and yeah. She well, also has Give me no- a Hulu password so I can watch. <laughs> okay, I will. My password is. I'll do the same. Probably. But it's also like very realistic and it is very hard to watch because of that. Okay. It's it's kind of bleak and it's very sad. Oh, okay. So <laughs> really selling me on this show. I I'm just trying to warn you. I do think it's okay. I and I don't actually know if I like it or not. Okay. Well, to I'm be hundred percent honest. We'll see. I'm just. I I want you to watch it because I want you to tell me how to feel about it. Oh, okay. I'll watch it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so I can tell you how to feel. Like I don't know if I. I just don't know how I feel. <laughs> so we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So now that Sarah and I have had a long conversation that I definitely cut out of this episode. Did you really? I will. Oh, I bet. Like, what you are you? You don't gonna... need to include like a half an hour of us talking about masculinity. That's probably good. Yeah. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. Be sure to follow us at Watch It Sister on Instagram. Give us feedback if you think our show should be better, if you think it should be worse, <laughs> if you stopped listening after two episodes. We'd love to hear all Brett. of that info. If your name is Brett, leave us a comment. Thanks we'll for listening. Catch you next week. Next week is the finale Woo! of season one. We'll have a finale so we'll- party. We will have, we'll do something special. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch it, sister. <laughs>